I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Is an anagram of risk. Chris, did the podcast I've decided to record while I'm sitting here in my pool? Pool is a very big word because it's not really that big. Maybe four people can fit in it. It's a paddling pool. We bought it last year for my brother because he was too hot. And as this year it's reaching like 38.5 degrees here in Milan, I thought, stuff it, let's get out of the pool and fill it. And I'm sat in it now. And this came to me now. I want to talk about the fact that people don't like complaining. Why? To complain does not mean to throw things around and have a hissy fit. Last night we went to a little, let's call it a bar, here in Milan. I won't say the name because I don't want to offend the people. But when we arrived, they told us we had one hour to eat. Okay, so we sat down. When we sat down, they told us that the kitchen was closed until 15 minutes before the time we needed to leave. So basically 45 minutes later from the moment we arrived. So we said, okay, can we just have an aperitivo, which only exists in a few countries, basically a drink with some snacks, Okay, and they said, yeah, yeah, sure, what would you like to drink? So they brought our drinks, we added our drinks, they brought the drinks quite quickly, five, six minutes, not that bad, well done. Drinks have to be there within the first ten minutes, otherwise you're not doing your job correctly. And the, the boy said to us, without his mask, of course, because waiters and waitresses don't need to wear masks, just we need to. Um, he basically said to us, oh, I'll bring you the, the snacks. Okay, fine. We waited over half an hour. So at quarter past... At quarter past eight it was. We needed to leave the table at half past eight. At quarter past eight, one of um, one of the, one of my friends who was with me, who was American, said, but where's the food? Like, hey, yeah, where's the snacks? They're not here. So he said, excuse me, um, they never arrived. And the Italian people who were sitting on our table were huffing and puffing. They're like, oh, no, again, these English and Americans are always complaining. We're not always complaining, but when something is wrong, we like to tell you. We're not saying it and screaming, like I said, we're not throwing chairs around the restaurant, but we're just saying... Oh, you did say something, you've not done it, and it's not that good, really. So they said to us, the kitchen is now open. We said, yeah, but we have 15 minutes. You can't cook a burger and we can and make it arrive, and then we can eat it, and then we can leave all in 15 minutes. It's physically impossible. Ah, OK, then I'll bring you some snacks. Well, yeah, that's what you told us half an hour ago. So listen, there are ways to complain. You don't need to kick and scream. Another um, wonderful example of customer service is a couple of weeks ago I was in the city of Brescia where I have an office and some of our staff and I went out for dinner. Everybody's food arrived. Mine was a veggie burger. I lifted off the top of the bun and I noticed that the, the burger, let's call it the patty basically, the burger was half frozen and I bit into it. So like a chunk of it had my teeth marks in it. If I was dead from the bite mark, you could tell it was me probably. I couldn't, but I'm sure some professional could. And basically, I said, excuse me, uh, this is cold. Okay, 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 we'll bring you another. Perfect. Good customer service from the waitress. And she went to take my plate. No, 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 leave this one here. You bring me another one. No, no, I promise, I promise we will bring you a new one, a new one, a new one. And I'm like, no, no, leave it here. It's fine. If you're going to bring me a new one, what's the difference? When you bring me the new one, I can give you this one back. 
But all my friends who were around us and the staff were like, Chris, don't be daft, give her the burger. Okay, so I'd already put some mayonnaise on the plate as well because I started um, picking at the chips. And I gave the plate to the waitress. 45 minutes later, a new burger arrived, or what I thought was a new burger. I lifted off the top of the bun and the burger inside still had my teeth marks and the chunk missing. Not only had they given me back the same burger, they tried to trick me by changing the plate. They gave me a new plate with chips, just without mayonnaise, and put the same burger, which was obviously just heated up. Where was it heated for 45 minutes? In the sand in Iceland, in a, bu- in a bucket, because some sand in Iceland can, you can actually cook in, I noticed on a television programme. There's some sand where you can put bread inside a pot and put it in the sand, and it comes out a loaf. Yay. But I mean, where, what took 45 minutes? Basically, they reheated my burger, probably in the microwave, and then changed the plate to try and trick me. This is not good. So I said to the waitress who brought it, excuse me, this is the same burger. Oh, my God, she was mortified. Now, it's not only the waitress's fault. In my opinion, it wasn't the waitress's fault at all because she was adamant. She said to me, we will bring you a new burger. Don't worry. And I was not, you'll bring me the same burger if I give you this one. And I was right. They brought me the same burger. They took it back into the kitchen and I said, listen, I want to speak to the manager. Okay, we'll send the manager, we'll send the manager. The manager took over half an hour to arrive to our table. So at this point, all our friends and all our staff had finished eating. I was sat there (laughs) with nothing in front of me, apart from microwaved lettuce and a burger that had already been eaten. And the manager said, would you like me to make you another burger? I mean, seriously? No. So when you need to complain, complain. Say it. have a look at some expressions to complain for those of you who don't like complaining use these expressions i'm sure make it a lot nicer and really i'm a boss i have a company and if somebody has a problem i want to know about it because it gives me feedback in order to change and make my company better don't be scared to say my chips are cold I mean, what's it to them? They go and make some more chips. It doesn't cost that much. So let's have a look at these expressions you can use to complain. So you can start off with saying, sorry to bother you, but... Okay, so sorry to bother you is quite nice. You're not going, oi, come here. That's a bit aggressive. That you will find in some English places, especially in Manchester after a couple of beers. You could also say, I'm sorry to say this. And then you say what you're going to say. Or just quite simply say I'm sorry, I have a complaint. Also, I'm afraid I've got a complaint about your kid. He's kicking the back of my chair. This normally happens when I'm on a flight. Okay, you might get a negative response, but at least you're being polite about it and you're not kicking and screaming and pulling anybody's hair out. You could also say, I hate to tell you this, but... Because it's as if to say, I'm not really happy that I have to say this to you, but unfortunately I have to because I have to tell somebody. Also, this this is very useful when you phone a customer service. You know that the girl or the boy on the other end of the phone is not the owner of Vodafone. But unfortunately for them, it's their job to listen to your complaints. And so you can start off by saying this, I hate to tell you, but try not to use the word angry because angry makes people think, oh my God, and they go on the defensive immediately. Many British people don't actually like to complain. There's a friend of mine who once came with me to a pizzeria in Iseo, Lago di Iseo, Iseo Lake, very, very nice place. Less tourists than Lake Garda and Lake Como, and in my opinion, much nicer. And we went to a restaurant there, a pizzeria, sorry, and my friend ordered this pizza. 
and the onions were not cooked and so she didn't like it now okay if you don't like it do you complain do you have any right to complain if you don't like it the waiter came over because he noticed that she was like not really eating it and he said to her is everything okay with the pizza and she turned around and went yes it's fine it's wonderful thank you but it wasn't she didn't like it just just say um i don't really like it but then again think about it if on the menu it didn't say that the onions were not cooked it's the fault of the restaurant if it says that they're not cooked it's the fault of the of the client obviously of the customer and so in that kind of situation you have to kind of play it by ear another thing i've realized in the past couple of years many restaurants don't put all the ingredients on a menu now i'm allergic to the world not the actual world but it's an expression in english which means i'm allergic to almost everything and once i ate something in a hotel in london so not only foreign countries have this problem it, i ordered in a hotel in london a very exclusive hotel a tuna salad on the menu it said it was tuna with lettuce tomato onion blah 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 okay everything that was written there they forgot to write down the fact that, that it that this salad included anchovies chopped up little pieces of anchovies why if you're chopping up anchovies and putting it in a tuna salad write it on the menu i'm allergic to anchovies and so basically i almost died because i couldn't breathe i was my throat was itching i was rolling around in pain and my friend who was with me was saying what's wrong it's only a tuna salad i said no there's something in the salad that i can't eat and when we phoned downstairs they said oh there is tuna and they took the time to get to the anchovy part tuna tomato and in this point i'm having a fit in the bedroom because i'm I really couldn't breathe. Um, and eventually somebody came with one of them EpiPens and, from the hotel and uh, gave me the injection. It was nice of him. So really, then I didn't complain because the, the evidence was there. I didn't really have anything to complain about. It's the fact that on the menu there was not written anchovies. And they said to us, yeah, but sometimes we put anchovies. Well, sometimes you need to write it then. It's not a case of I just decided, okay, I'll stick in a couple of prawns for somebody. They might like them. Let's chop them up into tiny little pieces so they can't see it. And so let's see if they die or not. It's not very nice. Write down these things. Okay. And just to give you a couple more expressions, you can also say, I'm afraid there's a slight problem with, which normally means there's a big problem, not a slight problem, but we like to be nice. Or, I'm afraid I need to let you know about a problem with my salad. It nearly killed me. Or, the trouble is, the issue is, okay, you can also use these as well. I've also heard somebody in a restaurant once say, I'm a little bit upset because my burger is not cooked. Well, upset are you doing crying you're gonna start crying this expression i wouldn't use i wouldn't use this to complain nicely use the other ones i told you about there's plenty there to use hopefully you don't need to use so many and hopefully in one evening you can only use one of the expressions you don't need to use all of them in one evening how many times are you going to complain you're not that british Two, three, four. Some grammar, some grammar, some grammar. let's talk about some grammar, some grammar, some grammar. Send me an email to chrishaganpodcasts at gmail.com telling me your worst customer service experience. Now we're going back over to the pool for my previous recording when I talked about some grammar rules. And listen for the big disaster. Okay, earlier on in the story I was telling you about the aperitif we had last night where they forgot to bring the food, bring the snacks. I used the word bring. Now, many people, foreign people, have a problem with bring and take. So let's have a quick look at the difference. So imagine this, I'm here in my pool now. Can you hear me? 
Okay. And Lucia is in the house. And I say, Lucia, can you bring me a towel? Because she is near the towel and the object, the towel, is moving towards me. I am not moving. I'm staying here like a fish in the pool, wet, until she brings me the towel. There's a plane flying above me now. All these sound effects today. Wow. So bring is when an object moves from its original location towards me. Okay. So Lucia is bringing me a towel. She's not. But it's just an example. Lucia is with me in the pool. She's not. I'm here alone. And I say to her, Lucia, can you take this cup into the kitchen? Because I have a cup here. I've had a nice cup of tea. And she says, okay. And she takes the cup, which is here with me. And this object now moves away from me. So Lucia is taking the object away. So bring is when the object is not with you and it comes towards you. And take is when the object is with you and it goes away from you. The confusing thing is take away because you actually take it away yourself. Nobody takes it away from you. Now, another one I like, which, well, I like it, I use it, is fetch. It's an English word. If you have a dog and you take your dog to the park and you have a stick or a ball in your hand and you throw it, you lob it really, really far. To lob something just means to throw something far, okay, to throw something. Oh, shit. Christ. I don't know if you just heard the tsunami behind me. The pool kind of overflowed and flooded everywhere. But we're starting again. No problem. I'm not complaining. So you have your ball or your stick and you throw it and your dog runs after the ball. Depends how far away you threw it. Collects the ball or stick and brings it back to you. This is fetch. So when somebody goes from you to where the object is, takes the object and comes back. For example, when you arrive in a hotel, you go into the lobby and you say, can somebody please fetch my luggage from the car? Somebody from the lobby or the reception goes out to your car or the taxi, whatever it is, takes your luggage and brings it inside. So we've looked at bring, take and fetch. Bring, the object is not with you and it comes towards you. Take, the object is near you and it goes away from you. And fetch, somebody goes, collects it from the, the object from wherever it is and brings it back to you. Like a loop. Like a boomerang. What do you want? What do you want? Hello? Hello? <laughs> okay, right, you can hear <laughs> yeah. you in somewhere quiet now. I'm in back room. Shall we start no. again? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know your best and worst customer service experience in England. I don't really have any. But it's always good. In I don't really have any. When you complain in England, it's always good. Except for Amazon. Uh, what's wrong with Amazon? Amazon. I've ordered stuff from Amazon. Same thing twice. First time they said it broke and didn't pay me back. And now they've said it looks, it looks as though your parcel's been lost and not paid me back. It, I'll tell you what it was. It was uh, spray deodorant for the dogs. <laughs> How can it break? I have no idea. And so the first time they told you it, it, it was broken and they never sent it to you anyway? No. And the second uh. time they said, whoops, your, looks like your parcel's lost. And so now what? So I sent them an email telling you, uh, sent them a strong email and told them to refund my money. But normally in England you have good customer service when you complain? Yeah. Don't really have any problems. 
So my mum just confirmed that in the UK we have the best customer service in the world. So remember to send me an email with your worst customer service experience ever. And if anybody out there can teach me how to swim, let me know. See you next week. Jingle! Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining all his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. <laughs>